Hey guys, welcome to Tom Talks. On this episode, we're going to be talking about some sweet Groupon deals. There's a new restaurant in the stockyards and it's not their first rodeo. <laughs> that was good. Uh, we're also going to be answering, we're going to do some Q&A for real estate questions. And fireworks have some competition this year for New Year's Eve. Hey guys, my name is Tom Jung. I'm your host for today, and this is Jack Lizenby, co-host. And uh, first of all, thanks for joining us. We're going to plug all of our social media so Nathan doesn't get upset with us. We're at uh, Tom's Texas Realty on Facebook and Instagram and Tom.talks on TikTok. And you can also visit our webpage at Tom'sTexasRealty.com. And uh, yeah, you have a good Christmas. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I got to see uh, my girl's family and everything. Went and did that Secret Santa thing that we all ended up signing up for at Thanksgiving. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did uh, what was your favorite? What was your best gift? Oh, I got Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you're super excited about these? Oh yeah, no, they're gonna be my uh, like my beater slip-ons for around the house okay. for whenever I don't want to tear up like you know my other good sandals. I like it. Our uh, our family this year decided not to do gifts. We uh, we're taking a uh, we're going to take a family trip instead. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, but speaking of gifts, here are a few others in case you missed these. Like that segue. <laughs> <That's good>. uh, <laughs> these are uh, these are actually some things that I bought, and some of them are un- they're not all gifts. Some are unrelated, but I love Groupon. Some people don't use it anymore, but for me, it's like a search engine to find cool stuff. So, uh, the the first one is. <clears throat> really not a fun thing. It's more of a, it's a, it's a healthcare thing. There mm-hmm. is a, but I just wasn't aware of this. So when I was younger, I had what was called supraventricular tachycardia. Oh wow, that's a mouthful. Yeah, it is right. And I had to have heart surgery. Basically, what it is is you have like some legions growing in your heart, and they go in and they burn them out mm-hmm. so that it, it beats correctly. And uh, so, anyways, you know that was uh, 15 years ago. And I'm like, man, I should probably get all this checked out just to be safe. Well, uh, I learned that there are certain scans that you can have done, and they're fairly inexpensive. So I think for like, uh, it was less than 200 bucks. Uh, it's for the and the deals for you and one other. There is a, a CT scan. They scan your heart and lungs from the advanced body scan, and uh, I want to say it's Dallas, but it could be could be one of the surrounding cities. Uh, but there's a lot of other places that do it. Um, but anyways, I wanted to throw that out there as, you know, some preventative treatment. That's crazy. Like a Groupon for, for a health service like that? How do you even approach somebody like, hey, do you want to go get a heart scan with me? Like- yeah, I, I don't know, but it's a thing. So... Uh, well, I think it's because it's more of an elective thing, right? We don't okay. in America. We don't do preventative stuff. We just go once stuff's broken. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's so it's too true. Yeah, and I think uh, when you offer those kind of services, you have to market in different ways. It's, it's not like somebody needs it. So, uh, anyways, that's a cool thing. You can find it on Groupon, probably still. If not, you can do some googling. Uh, the other one is a lot more fun, and it's uh, at the Dallas Circus circus center and we are i got this for my girlfriend Mm. um mainly because i wanted to go but (laughs) merry christmas to her (laughs) we're taking a trapeze class and i've done this once before down in austin and it was so much fun and i'm I'm scared of heights so i'm also conquering my fear slowly but you uh you basically get to be a big kid you swing on the huge things they have the big net uh, they teach you how to do flips and things like that. And then um, 
I say that I don't. I've never been to this one. The one in Austin, they teach you that. And at the end, you you swing, and one of the circus people catches you on the on the other one, and you swing again and do a flip. So oh, okay, that's really cool. I might go do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll send you. I'll send you the deal. Cool. So, uh, and then uh, last one uh, wasn't really on there, but uh, there is a there is a deal. It's uh, I think it's Charlie's. I knew I should look this up. I wasn't going to talk about it, but it's pretty cool. Charlie's Diner, maybe. And basically, you go have a three-course meal over in Dallas, and then you have a 30-minute plane ride where they take you up and around Dallas and to see the sights and everything. Oh, like a little personal prop plane like a Cessna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it'd be a really cool date night. That is really cool. That. Yeah. Speaking of restaurants, yeah. segue. Yeah, <laughs> There's a new bar slash restaurant um, coming to the stockyards, actually, over, and that's very relevant to me because that's almost right up the street from where I live. Nice. So... Uh, it's called Second Rodeo, and it's a little un- unassuming at first. You walk in. I, I almost walked right past the uh, the, the face because it's right on Mule Valley, the facade or whatever. Um, Where's that at? Is, it, is that off of Exchange? Yeah, so it's right okay. off of the Exchange Street. Um, Mule Alley is that new addition that they made in front of the uh, hotel over there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, with all the restaurants and everything, the Biscuit Bar, which is also really good. But the... Uh, the second rodeo bar and restaurant you walk in at first like it, it's got a cool vibe uh, kind of just looks like a restaurant mm-hmm. uh, you have two levels the first level all booths second level also all booths but it's kind of like a high ceiling or whatever uh, they've got some cool scenery in there on the right hand side as you walk in they have like a little jail cell set up so you can take some touristy nice. photos all right, and, all right. Um, they, they've got like a cage with all the liquor bottles and everything. It looks really cool, but, uh, you walk in and, uh, you may have seen some of the TikToks about it. It looks a lot different whenever you first walk in and then you walk to the back and there it is because in the back they have like a, it, it almost looks like one of those, um, like football field houses from high school that they've renovated wow. into a, uh, into like an event center kind of thing. So it's got tables everywhere, uh, like those lean back wooden lawn chairs, bar top tables, just kind of an amalgamation of different sitting arrangements, uh, sort of centered around like a small stage where they have live music going on. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it's sort of, it's almost like cafeteria style where you go up to a window, you order your food, you get your buzzer, you pick it up, and then you go sit down, uh, which is really cool because it's not like a sign seating. You can just walk in, grab your stuff, and start eating. That's awesome. I, yeah. I, I love the stockyards, and I heard they were doing all these renovations, and then I haven't seen any of those TikToks or anything. I'm going to have to yeah. go. It kind of blew up. I think you can find it under the hashtag DFW or hashtag Fort okay. Worth. Okay. Um, it's really good. And uh, I think if you're having any kind of event or like a birthday or something like that, that'd be a really good place for it. Well, I got New Year's coming up. So yeah, there you go. Check it out then. Might be, might be the place <laughs> to do it. Awesome. Um, what else you got? Well, actually, speaking of New Year's, there is going to be a uh, new drone show coming to Fort Worth. Oh. So you may have also seen these around the Internet. Uh, they, they take these really bright LEDs. They stick them on, like, hundreds of drones. They fly them up in the sky and do mm-hmm. all kinds of different shapes and shows and stuff like that. Well, um, a company called Sky Elements, it's a DFW-based drone company, they are going to be pairing their drone show up with the New Year's Eve uh, fireworks display at Reunion Tower in Dallas. That's pretty neat. Yeah, so they're actually uh, pretty famous because they went viral for a Star Wars show that they did at the Oakland A's Stadium earlier this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so they did that one, and um, they're going to be doing the they're going to be doing the New Year's Eve show this year with uh, a live music performance by Scott McCreary. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's going to be like two hundred drones, six hundred feet in the air over over the tower. It should should be able to see it from quite a ways away. Who's a American Idol winner? Right? I, yeah, I believe so. Runner up, winner, runner up. I don't know. He I, was he was on there for a cool minute. Yeah, 
Very cool. I, yeah, I don't know many many of his songs. I, there's probably a few if you played them, be like, oh yeah, I know that one. But yeah, you recognize them. I'm terrible with song names anyway. Yeah, I wonder if um, it's just a, it's it's an outdoor thing. Mm-hmm. I wonder how windy it has to be for them to be like, oh, we can't fly these drones. This is definitely something you'd want to check the weather for before you start planning. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they've okay. been at this for weeks, so they probably know what's up. Yeah, I mean, all those drones have to practice their choreography. I don't know yeah, how it works on that end, honestly. Nerd, nerd they just punch it in a computer. <laughs> cool. Well, we had um, <clears throat> so we were, we're we're doing a real estate investor course here coming up, as you know, mm-hmm. uh, January nineteenth, and <laughs> we we didn't expect uh, the overwhelming interest in it. I think we've had over one hundred and sixty people sign up. Yeah, it's crazy in the last week, and so um, <clears throat> anyhow. We're going to have to figure that part out because our um, Zoom software won't hold that many people. So, <laughs> uh, But uh, in that, it, we always ask, what's the number one question you have about real estate investing? And we're not going to be able to answer all of these questions during the class. We're going to, we're, there's, there's a lot of questions a lot of people had that were similar, and those we will answer. But these I thought were good and were worth spending some time on. So I figured I'd bring them up and we can talk about them. I've done no, no research on it, so... <laughs> any, any input you have would be great. Um, but uh, one question was, what is the best and worst real estate to buy? Mm. Yeah, and that's tough, right? Because there's so many factors and it depends on what your your goals are. But <clears throat> I can tell you the worst thing to buy is something that just costs you a lot of money over time. <laughs> yeah. So I would say something that doesn't cash flow from the beginning. Yeah, a very undesirable <clears throat> plot of land that you put maybe mobile homes on. <laughs> yeah, um, or something that you buy on a floodplain. Man, I had a uh, – I felt so bad for this guy. Uh, he was he was new to investing, bought a house, renovated it. There's some things he could have done better. Um but he went to sell it, and then he found out it was in a floodplain. Mm. And so whenever you're in a floodplain, you have to get flood insurance unless whoever's buying it's paying cash. Well, you know, if the flood insurance is an extra $120 a month, for somebody that their debt-to-income ratio is, you know... Yeah, they're right on the line. Right on the line, that's, that's, that's not going to work, right? That's the equivalent of, I don't know, probably ten dollars or $20,000 for, for a loan. If you're paying an extra hundred bucks a month, so uh, anyways, um, yeah, definitely something in a flood zone. It's probably not what you want to buy. I want to keep that in mind. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think the and, and it's it's so subjective, right? I, I like to buy stuff that's distressed um, because there's more. Even if I'm going to rent it, because there's just more upside to it as far as residential goes. Now, I don't know much about commercial. Mm-hmm. We're, we're residential here. I do know, as far as commercial goes, the things that I do know that people buy and they like to buy are RV parks and storage units because it's very low maintenance. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't imagine there's anything besides like insurance and maybe a guy to man the front desk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So and uh, so, th- so those, are, those are pretty desirable. But as far as residential goes, um, man... It, it really just depends on the deal. You can, you can get, you know, you can get a duplex that does really well. You can get a single family home. Um, you can also buy luxury type products if you're going to do the Airbnb that'll do really well. So yeah. uh, it's it's hard to say. It's a, it's a good question. It makes you think. But yeah, I think it's going to be really subjective. Just depends on 
what the numbers say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I would go back to that. Just anything. <laughs> Don't buy anything that's going to cost you money all the time. <laughs> um, <clears throat> which the next question is, what is the right time to buy? And the best time to buy is right after the market crashes. Right. <laughs> yeah, but that only happens once every, what, 20, 10, 20, 30 years. I right, that's a big gamble to wait on. Yeah, yeah. And so, I again, I would go back to the right time to buy is any time you can find a deal where the numbers make sense. So once once you get into the the whole investing side of it, then I think you look at it um, purely from the number standpoint. Like, you'll eventually have your own criteria, and you'll be like, okay, if this meets my goal, I'll buy it. If it doesn't, I'm not going to buy it. You have to be very disciplined because it's easy to get excited about something that's right. slightly outside of here. <laughs> I have enough money for this thing, and it looks really cool. I can do it. Yeah. It's outside of what I committed to. But um, And then, uh, yeah. And the, the, the other thing, too, is if uh, – I guess that goes both ways. If, if you're asking about the right time to buy and you're looking at – because I've had this question come up a lot because people are getting nervous about the the housing prices here in Texas. Mm-hmm. The, they're going up and up and up. We went up, I think, 18 to 20% in home values over the last year, yeah. which is insane. Uh, your your average is 4.2% year over year of appreciation. So Just blew that out of the water. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, we, we just sped through five years of appreciation. And uh, so people are getting nervous. And so, you know, if... If that's you and you're sitting here thinking, okay, well, do I buy again or do I rent? I think we all, we already talked about more than likely renting is not going to be a good idea, um, even if it's just for a year. Um, yeah, when we, it's in one of our previous episodes, but basically we ran the numbers and you don't come out ahead unless you are in like the 500000 and up, then it's possible to win in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say if if that's you, you're looking to move and it's, it's going to be your house, I would look at it both ways. Say, okay, is this someplace I could live and could I also use it as a rental property in the future? So something that, you know, you have multiple exits to. Yeah. Just in case prices do come down, you're upside down on it, you have another way you can exit that property. So yeah, something I, to think about. I feel like a lot of these questions are coming from people who don't necessarily have that um, – that perspective or that know-how. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, they, they, they're just kind of like, oh, I don't know what to look for. But that's kind of one of those things. It's going to – you're going right. to become more knowledgeable about it as you get into it more. Yeah, and that's the thing. And it's, it, for anybody that takes a class, it's you, – you've got to become a student of the game because it is, is a game. There's different rules. There's, there's you know, a lot of different intric- intricacies that go into it. And so you, you have to have – you have to create or have – discipline or passion to learn all of this stuff um if not you will lose money here and there along the way <laughs> i've lost money everybody you know if if you play the game long enough there's there's gonna you're gonna have a bad deal so that's fair um next question this was interesting i uh, didn't expect to see this one come up but somebody asked how to get involved in section eight housing okay and which is actually a pretty good question because the Section 8 housing, if you're not familiar, is basically where the government subsidizes the uh, cost of rent for the tenants. And the beautiful thing about it is you know every month a certain percentage of rent is going to be there because the government's writing the check. Um, 
And surprisingly, my check's never late. I've got one house that's Section 8. It's always mm-hmm. on time. Uh, that was, I guess, just a joke because yeah, postal I mean. service and government <laughs> general is slow. But, uh, you know, hey. Um, <clears throat> it's actually pretty easy. And so you don't, you really don't have to do anything special. The, you really just have to decide whether or not you're going to accept Section 8 housing because people will apply, they'll go through the same process. Uh, the folks that are, at least this is how it works in Tarrant County. It could be different if you're in a different area, but the folks that come through will have, uh, I don't know if it's really, I don't know if it's a voucher or something. They'll have something that says, that they qualify for it, <clears throat> because if you if you run their application, more than likely their income's not going to support, um, you know, what you would normally want to see to rent to somebody. So, the uh, that's really about it. I would highly, highly, highly recommend taking a class on this. And so Tarrant County, um, and I would think that anybody that has a program like this has a class about it. And so I went to the class and they talk about, you know, what percentage of renters you're not going to have an issue with, what you are, you know, how, how things work, because you do yearly inspections. You also have, um, there's a cap on how much you can increase rent. Mm-hmm. Like in Tarrant County, unless this has changed in the last few years, you could only increase it $100 in a year. Well, I bought a house where rent was way below market value. So I'm having to push it up. So the first year I pushed it up a hundred bucks, no problem, right? And unfortunately, I've gotten so busy, I need to do it again. But <clears throat> that's another thing to to take into account because if if, you, if I didn't take that class, I wouldn't have known, right? Right. So I think uh, if you're looking at doing that, taking that, and, and the class is free. I think it's done once a month. And so yeah, if you're looking at getting into that, go take the class. Be my advice. So okay. Anyways, those are all great questions. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure uh, they're the answers that everybody wanted to hear, especially the best and worst to buy. That's, that's right. Like, that's it, tough. It's always subjective. Yeah, but uh, anyways, I think that's all we got today. The next uh, episode will be in 2022. Oh, yeah, into the new year. Yeah, here we go. So, <laughs> thanks everybody for uh, tuning in, and we'll see you next time.